Welcome everybody to another episode of the regular season sportscast. I am your host Jay the Red Santi, bringing you another week of sports rumors, highlights, information, and goddamn shenanigans. That's what I do people. This is what we do here ladies and gentlemen. We bring you nothing but fun and shit that you can complain about. Yes, that's what I do. That's what it is. Once again, I want to thank you guys for downloading and streaming this episode. We are on episode 12. I can't fucking believe it. We are on 12, girls and boys. Yes, we are. So, once again, I thank you guys for being a part of this show and all of the previous shows. If you want to download this episode, stream it, or download all previous shows, go to RageWorks.net. That's RageWorks.net. Not thought as in that girl from around the corner. I also want to be uh, a team player and tell you guys that you guys should listen and be a part of all shows and content that is association with RageWorks.net. You guys, if you really are not into sports, but you're listening to it right now because somebody's playing it in your office or in their house or just annoying the hell out of you, just be sure to look at the content at RageWorks.net. We have contests. We have a plethora of other uh, subject matter and which could tickle your fancy. This week, we are going to be NBA heavy. Yes, a lot of you guys have spoken to me in... You know, yeah, but I pulled me to the side and said, yo, Ray, yo, what's up, man? I ain't hear you guys talking NBA yet. What's up with that, yo? Yo, preseason's up, kid. What up with that? Like, I got you, son. Got you. I was just waiting for one element. I was waiting for one person in particular to be that dude to fill the void. And I'm going to give it to you in a minute. But first, I just want to give you guys the rundown. The D-Lo Brown... Talking NBA heavy, like I said, we have so much stuff that's going on for the season. And to be honest, opening day hasn't even happened yet. And there's already stuff on the table. We're also going to be talking after halftime. We're going to have a score in the red zone with our guest, as well as the NFL previous week. Guys, I'm making moves, man. So far, I think I'm, I, I, I'm thinking that I'm doing well just when I'm making that move. I'll let you know what the wins and losses is looking like for me. Also, I'm going to be talking about NFL pickums, And as we begin to close it out, before I do, I'm going to touch up on a subject in which I wasn't able to talk about last week, which is my new segment, which is the Turnbuckle Tabloid. I previously previously done it on uh, on other websites but this time i'm bringing it to you it's gonna be more rumor mill more uh straight to the point aspects and news from wrestling i've been known to be the wrestling guy for rageworks and i'm slowly but surely want to bring some of my hindsight and opinions as well as what are the rumor mills that's happening with the world of wrestling and then as of course as always i'll give you guys my closing and bringing in the closer so, with that being said, I am bringing in our specialist for the NBA, and he's going to help me out with this week's segment of This 
week's rants. Let me tell you, I am honored to have my brother, the general of the light-skinned army, the man, the myth, the legend downstairs. That's what she said. Oh, and he's one to grow on. Your girl's favorite artist, Mr. Josie's boy himself. It's lit. It is. It's lit. It is. It's going to be so lit, Con Edison's going to come check out Bill. It, it's a lituation. <laughs> we getting lit. What's up, baby? I'm telling you, it was good. Yeah, it feels like we're doing a replay. And, I, and I'm going to be honest with the audience. Last week, we actually did record a session of this. And it turns out that you know, I don't know much about how this audio stuff when it comes to saving and editing and stuff. And all of a sudden, poof, poof, be gone. An hour and a half work of magic disappeared. It was, but too, it was too late. It was, it was too late. <laughs> it was too <laughs> late. We're just going to run with that tonight, right? We're going to run with it tonight. But let me tell you, I am confident because this is what we do all the time. We always bring magic. We're like the Copperfields and the David Blaine's of conversations. We bring it. So once again, let me introduce to you Tony Josie's boy Gonzalez. You you really round. Yeah, I had to pull out the government and everything. That's what I do. That's what I do. So for this week's rant, we must talk about. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna swing for the for the fences. Although we were talking basketball, I'm gonna swing for the fences this time around. I'm gonna talk about, and I swear, although we are in the minor leagues of what is known as radio broadcasting, I'm swinging for the fences, and I'm going to hit the major leagues with this. And I want to talk about Stephen A. Smith. Bring it up. Who everyone may hold to highest regard and esteem because he is. The man who made it. And I don't even want to stereotype it and say that he is the black man that made it. But he's the man who's made it. No, Michael Jordan's the black man that made it. Oh, you ain't no lying about that he's shit. He's the black man that made it. He's way... <laughs> oh, that's the This is a man who calls it. his own shots. It's, would you consider him wealthy? Wealthy? Man, wealth. <laughs> wealth. Wealth ain't the word. This man owns, like, part of the world right yeah, now. Exactly. Yeah. So... When it comes to Stephen A. Smith, this is a man who's recognized in the media, sports media, and to me, I feel as though now he has made himself the embedment, the the the, the entitle of the, the 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 man of all sports when it comes to ESPN. This past week, Mr. Stephen A. Smith has been well. I can't even say this past week; he's been for a couple of weeks. He has been uh, in the, the the media spotlight for, well, first of all, let's talk about the whole Kevin Durant thing. Kevin uh, Durant, he has made, when I speak, uh, speaking of Stephen A. Smith, he's made uh, mention of that, you know, if, if Durant will be leaving, his first option is to go to the Lakers because he told him directly, Durant, told him directly that he was going to do that. And then in the media, Durant proclaimed and said, he's lying. I never spoke to the man about this. And what became just a, 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 
an acknowledgement of not being in that loop with Stephen A. Smith, Stephen A. Smith became a media thug. And when she made notice to him saying, you don't want to make an enemy of me. Really, dude? I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> I mean, really, dude? I don't know what that means because ain't nothing tough about that guy. I'll tell you that much. Ain't a damn thing tough about that man. But how does the weights and measures go with him to actually imply that he's going to, I don't know. What is he trying to say? That he, he, he can bury him verbally with some kind of uh, probably some dirty laundry he can air out on, on Cameron Durant. Like what, what, what was, what is the, what does that even imply? Stephen A. Smith doesn't want, uh, to 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 go at anybody in all actuality because everybody can just roast on his hairline. <laughs> so let's. He let's. actually took the hairline that that uh, Steve Harvey had and made it worse. <laughs> yes, he did because now he has a six head. That's exactly what he has. I'm 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 gonna tell you about Stephen A. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna tell you about Stephen A. Smith. He is. Uh and and and. As much as I hate bringing bringing race and anything, um, just because I'm a black guy, and I don't, I don't like saying I don't. I don't. In that you are, you are black. Uh, Although yeah. your last name does not imply that you're black, it, it you doesn't. Are. It doesn't. But Cameron Diaz is white too. So ah, thank you. Ah, that's thank nice. You. Good job. Um, and and uh, Michael Michael Jackson is was white too. <laughs> <laughs> no, he really wasn't. God bless him though. But uh, Stephen A. Smith is a dude. Who pulls his black card a little too much, a little too much, and you can't give. Forgive me if you use this word. You can't give a nigga an inch and expect him to keep it at an inch. You gave him a nationally syndicated TV show and expected him to just give normal points. My man gets cool with every single, almost every star athlete is black so he gets cool Pretty with only much. star athletes and pull his brother card oh yeah his black card oh and wait, 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 wait. before you continue mm-hmm. let's show when he showed his pardon me for using this phrase niggerish attitude with his the whole Flo- career the, with the floyd mayweather interview oh yeah oh yeah this 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 man he did an interview and supposed to be a story of a prize fighter a person who is looked down upon for his flashiness even though he has an undefeated record instead of talking about that my man wants to talk about his money and his cars <laughs> and his girls and you got the crib you got the money my like, brother you got the a, cars you got laid out in your mouth son he, he's like so he is so he is so the Learjet is in the back. Tell me, how do you continue this? And you know what's in the back? Floyd Mayweather's dick was in his back <laughs> because he wouldn't stop talking about his money like a little thought. That's what he was doing. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith is the ESPN's thought. Like he is. Like, you might as well lay on your back and say, "What hole you want?" Like, dude, <laughs> grow up. This week's rants. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> This man kills me. You got the nerve to talk about Kevin Durant going to the Lakers knowing damn well you made that up. Who wants to go to the Lakers? That's what it feels like. I'd rather do I'd rather get shot than than to play with the Lakers in two K. No, it's um it's 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 ridiculous because we spoke about it prior to the mics went on. I really we don't want to get shot, I'm lying. <laughs> no, we we good. spoke about it before when the mics went on, but we said, look, early on Stephen E. Smith was like the dude that 
I mean, I'm not gonna say he was that dude, but he he actually had insight and stuff, and and yeah, was able to he had some validation. Yeah. And I really feel that he's the individual, and it just not only happens to in the black community or Spanish community because this also happens to anybody. But you become full of yourself, and then you start feeling as though that you're bigger than what you're really supposed to do. So mm-hmm. you put yourself on the on Broad Street. So mm-hmm. now you begin to throw these thuggish tactics to Kevin Durant, like... Because he knows he has security at the studio. But not even, like, physicality, but even if it's more like, I, I can bury you in the media, and it's like, are you serious? He can, any athlete could do that on the, by themselves on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah. Like, you don't need Stephen A. Smith to get, to get bashed in the media. To me, I think about it as, like... Kevin Durant could actually turn around and see, you know, because he's he's well known and well, you know, pretty much well liked in in the NBA community. Not many many people have too much resentment towards yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And he could just turn around and say, "Listen, dude, to be honest, he doesn't make a break. Stephen A. Smith doesn't make a break your career at really all. Don't. You know what's going to make a break his, uh, Kevin Durant's career? Uh, if people actually hear the rapping that he did this past summer. Oh God, we need to get that. Somebody, please bring that to our no, attention at no. the regular trust me, season. Trust me, you do not want to hear it. Come on, you do not want to hear it. You could drop it off on the Facebook page as well as the regular season sports at Instagram. <laughs> Good luck with that. No, but you, we we have to look at now. It's become. Who becomes the bigger spotlight? Is it the story or is it the individual selling the story? Right. So. With that, the next topic, which became his high priority agenda, uh, agenda, which, which honestly had nothing to do with him, was the Kobe Bryant positioning for the 2015-2016 uh, power, rankings. power rankings. Yeah. All right. So Kobe was placed by... Uh, by the reporters, media, and other outlets as the 93rd player out of 100 to be an impact this season. For true basketball enthusiasts who followed the NBA and these rankings, which happened, you know, by happenstance, you know, it's been recent, his position in the rankings have been declining. I believe in 2000. 13, he was at 24. 2014, he dropped down to like about 51, 52, something like that. And this year, he dropped down to 93. So when they, when they came to the table to be spoken upon on uh, Stephen A. Smith's and Skip Bayless table, he took umbrage to this. Why? Because he's a dick. <laughs> Simple. You got, you got, and it's, it's, it's. I mean, I get it. It's human nature to 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 want to hold on to the past. I I get that, but you know, there comes a point in time where you got to be honest with yourself. It's like, is is Kobe one of the greatest players ever? Hell yeah, he is. Um, is he one of the greatest players like statistically right now? No. So he's lucky he only landed at ninety three. He hasn't played. He hasn't played that much in the past two years. So he's lucky he's still on the list. To be honest with you. Um, I can never discredit Kobe for what he what he's done. Uh, what he's possibly capable of is a different story. 
we don't know what he's capable of right now. We don't know. Of course, he's not going to be able to be the Kobe that slashes to the basket the way he used to. Or he can still hit a jump shot, but can he hit a contested jump shot the way he used to? Who knows? It's still an untold story because it's a long season. But at the end of the day, you got to remember, you can't judge that power ranking by what he did. And that's what Stephen A. Smith did. He wants to bring up five championships and MVP and this, that, that has nothing to do with what you're doing now. And that's the thing that troubles me about this, because I guess he escaped what the reality was when he started rambling about the legacy, which he usually does. As a matter of fact, I, uh, I'm going to play some of the audio from that because I think I find it very interesting to hear this. Hold on history but the combination of injuries and poor shooting over the past couple seasons have cooled him off just a bit well our experts and analysts from espn.com have certainly taken notice in their 2015 preseason player rankings kobe comes in at number 93 since being ranked number six before the 2012 season kobe has dropped steadily over the last four years 41 games so kobe bryant barely a top 100 player Stephen a are you buying this buying it you know what? Let me say this. <clears throat> I'm often saying that I respect my colleagues, and I'm not going to disrespect anybody, but I would ask America, and I'm riding. not joking. I'm dead serious okay. about this. Uh, I would ask serious. America, do not attach any association of this to me whatsoever. I, I hang out in Kobe's house when I want idiocy, to. And such blasphemy, such it. ridiculous nonsense. This is so disrespectful. It really, really is. Yeah, it's almost the equivalent of somebody the going to Rutgers Park or on the park yeah, on from West Fourth Street on cutting his hair. Yeah. The places that no, I used to play in the back oh, that don't cut that hair, can like jump Cedric high and that can shoot the ball better, that got a nastier handle, and all of a sudden they can play better than a five-time champion who happens to be a former league MVP, scoring champion, and universally recognized as one of the best players ever in NBA history. I mean, this is just beyond blasphemy to me. I understand that Kobe Bryant's been hurt. I understand that hurt is not the word. He's been out for two is years. Aged. He's aged. He's 37 years of age. Now, I get all of that. But what I'm trying Apparently to say don't. is that when you see Kobe Bryant on the basketball court, I'm not talking about injuries. Because obviously, if you injure, I mean, if that's the case, Kevin Durant should be 90th in the world. That's and we all know what? that Kevin Durant is universally recognized as one of the top two players on the planet, okay? So when we look what? at it from that perspective, if we're going to go by injuries, well, then, then, then he should be, he should be, 90th. If we're going to go by injuries, <gasps> well, Kyrie Irving, why even consider him, okay, who wants, who happens to be one of the nastiest point guards in the he game? He didn't get hurt to the playoffs. Kobe, right? And because of his injuries, we're going to, we're going to insult him by saying that there are 92 players in the National Basketball At this Association point in time, yes, better than Kobe Bryant. Please, I got please news for y'all. You can't no, find I want to give the skip 92 players that. better than Kobe Bryant on the planet. All of those things that come with basketball. I think sometimes you just want to hear Whether it's handle, it's jump speed. shooting, it's footwork, it's defense, it's, it's knowing how to do things a certain way, it's knowing what moments to do them in. You can't way, find 92 players on the planet Earth better than Kobe B. Bryant. Oh. It is unreal to me 
how people can sit there and say such things. So disrespectful. Brandon Michael Knight Jordan, was at 139, now he's at 91. Luol was 58, now he's at 92. He Kobe was at 40 last year, now he's at 93. Why? Because he, he was not on a court playing. And would average 18 or 19 a game. There are 20 games in the last NBA so that can average 18 or 19 a game. At 15, <laughs> That just doesn't exist. <laughs> Bernard so King should be at this fucking. This stuff be said. It's twenty-one. Stuff that I find <laughs> so insulting. What was so it? The, the mention that you and made before. And I understand it's fun. About what? And I understand you people want to make Muhammad Ali should be. Yeah, stuff. we should bring Muhammad Ali as the best boxer right now. If Kobe is going to yeah, if Kobe's going to be ranked that, then hey, why not? Let's go for it. To completely and utterly disassociate myself for such an idiotic damn poll, and I think ESPN should be embarrassed that something like this could be. Put over the airwaves where you got Kobe Bryant ranked 93rd in the world, but we're supposed to know something about basketball. This the, is the sad thing is that he's it's actually doing ridiculous. what I think he wants to do is Go to ahead. have people talk about him. But his that's, question. That, that's his job. Okay. Do you love you some Kobe Bryant? Yes, I do. Yes, you do. But I also appre- I love him because I appreciate his greatness. I, hear I appreciate you. what I've seen him do. I appreciate the fact that he walks into an arena. He can walk in there right now. And if healthy at age 37. And if healthy. Or 40 or most dudes in the league. What? Right now. Kobe can't now, score 40 right now. He might have right to now. shoot 33 shots Thank to get you. to that many points. Thank but you. that's well, a whole other issue. Depends on what night it is. Sometimes okay. he's got a good shoot percentage. Sometimes, sometimes he, doesn't. he doesn't. But his, but the purity of what? his game. Talk to coaches who know. The purity of his game in terms of what he can do. You can't find a coach that would disagree with what I'm saying. Okay. You can't find one. I obviously do not know Kobe Bryant off the court the way you know Kobe Bryant. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I respect that. I appreciate that. But I w- I'm here to tell you, I am still a big Kobe fan. He's still one of the top five players I would actually go out of my way at night to watch. I'm going to turn over and watch him as soon as these real games start. As many I'm of watch us will. Some Kobe Bryant. I'm fascinated by what he will be in in his 20th NBA season. (laughs) There are just a few players, a handful, that I would tune in to watch. Steph Curry, we could go on and on. But he's right there still with Steph, to me, as box office. But we're not talking about box office here. We're not talking about popularity. We're not talking about likability. We're not talking about aura or mystique or five rings. We're talking for me lately as in over the last two years and I got to tell you to defend this ranking the numbers don't just whisper that Kobe Bryant is the 93rd ranked player way, he just took they his glasses off that he like should he be the 93rd ranked player what the, the great John punch. Hollinger came up with player efficiency rating what? over the last two years Kobe Bryant in PER ranks 100. Yo, his name to Stephen so a. just bitch. on that stat alone, <laughs> a lot of people hang their hat on it. That's what Kobe should be the 100th ranked player, not just 93rd. They gave him a little break. And this is a little complicated. Bear wow. with me on this stat, but just try to, to absorb it. Let it compute. Let it go deep into your psyche, your Kobe-loving psyche. But <laughs> in the 41 games that Kobe Bryant to. has played over the last two to. seasons... He's averaged 21.1 points. Pretty good, pretty good. But while shooting under 38% from the field, that's the worst field goal percentage over any two-year stretch in the shot clock era 
in which a player averaged at least 20 right points a game. So his <laughs> shooting percentage is pathetically bad by anyone's standard. And mind you, that was just the, 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 the tip of the iceberg of what could be considered Stephen A. Smith and his jock riding fucking mentality. Pay attention to his whole career. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like I said, early on, I was a fan. I appreciated you know the work that he did. But in the past few years, his fucking journalistic reporting and opinion has become so one-sided because he... He's, has become more of a fan. He's a fan now. He's a fan. He's, he's supposed a fan. To do. No, he's a fan boy. He's a mark. He's a sports yeah, mark. Yeah, he's a mark. Exactly. In wrestling terms, he's a he's a freaking mark. He's a and that's mark. exactly what is. He's a Dan Mark. Yeah. But with that, uh, I know there was some I some more conflict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to say that Kobe will be. He will be known and remembered as one of the greatest of all time. Ever. Nobody's yeah. knocking that. No doubt. Nobody's knocking no that. No doubt. But you can't tell me he's going to catch wrecking 2K this year. No, 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 no. I mean, no. come on. It's it's just. Look, Stephen A., do yourself a favor. Shut the fuck up. Put yourself in a corner. Put a fucking Duntap on yourself. And hang it up. And hang it up. Just for a couple of weeks. Give it a month. Give it a, give it a year. And realize what the hell you're doing with yourself, because you're looking you're looking more as a fanboy and a thought than you would as a journalist. A journalist. And with that, we'll close out. I think we're closing something out. No, it's, it should be coming. Wait, no. you motherfucker! Dude, come on. This week's rant. <laughs> That works. So yeah, with that, there's a <laughs> this the, the these past weeks in the NBA is ridiculous because not only has there been um <laughs> the Stephen A. Smith and these rankings and this dick writing shit or whatever is going on, but we also have the season hasn't even started yet. Nah, man. And I matter of fact, I didn't even play theme music. Hold on, let me play some theme music right now. So that the regular dude, NBA, 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 you know, registered by us. With all the happenings that's going on with the with the NBA, be it the new uniforms that people might not be uh, attributing to and might not be liking, to uh, the preseason, which is showing some good uh, progression in players that are carrying over or up and coming when it comes to the teams. DeAndre Jordan looking good right now. Yeah, you, you're such a Clippers fan. Right? Yeah. Uh, with you know the 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 debate with should Harden have won the MVP last year? You know, the <laughs> the biggest thing that that that's shining the spotlight should be something that's on reality TV, which is the Derek Fisher Matt Barnes saga. 
what the fuck? That's all I have to say. He's like, what the fuck? I think people put more confusion on it than anything. There's no confusion. What? There's no confusion, dude. Y'all were, y'all were teammates, man. You don't, you don't. But, but can, can you explain what, what, what went down? There? Yeah. So apparently, uh, you have, uh, light, light skin, Matt Barnes. <laughs> no, you have Matt Barnes. Uh, he plays for the Memphis Grizzlies. You have uh, Derek Fisher, who coaches some team named the Knicks. Like, hopefully they actually win some games to get a name again. Um, and you have uh, Matt Barnes, a strange wife, Gloria, whatever her last name is, the chick with the funny nose. She cute, though. Um, apparently, Derek Fisher has been dating Gloria. And Matt Barnes found out. The story supposedly, allegedly, excuse me, correct word, allegedly is that Matt Barnes drove 95 miles to Gloria's California home to go find Derek Fisher in that house around his children with his estranged wife. And he was going to put hands on that man. (laughs) And you want to know something? If somebody is my boy. And I find out that you talking to, to, to the mother of my children who I just, who we just separated. And then, yeah, it's, like, it's only been, I think it's only been like three it's months. Three, three months. Yeah, it's three months. Three, three months. months. I would have smacked the holy hell out of that man. <laughs> That's like, that wasn't fair. That's like, that would have been like Zach going behind Slater's back and dating Jesse. What a reference. Thank you. Thank you. What a reference. I'm a, I'm a 90s guy. I'm a 90s guy. You got to think. You, to me, I would have thought about it as like, dude, were you trying to mow my lawn before I fucking left the house? Like, were you? Really? He had your sneakers on, dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just sneakers. He had on. your chancleta. He put your slippers on to take the exactly. garbage out, son. I mean, nah, how man. is that's insane? And once, <laughs> and and I gotta say, you know, many teams and many players get hit with with you know their 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 controversies and their their tabloid stories whatever like Delonte West and LeBron's mom yeah yeah like that type of shit but for some reason the Knicks always get like that front page retardedness like the the ridiculousness because of Tom Warner yeah (laughs) and you you just want to throw your hands up and like like dude and this is the reason why I said Regardless of what anybody would have uh, have said about you know Derek Fisher as coach, whatever the case may be, in hindsight and in in in, in the broad spectrum, you're still a year out, two years out as a fucking player. You still have connections with these guys. Yeah, and it's still right. It's still, these guys yeah. should be looking down the court, going, "Motherfucker, I'm you're coaching. I was busting your ass last week, like that kind of fucking." So, yeah, was it two two years ago? He yeah. was he was on the Thunder. Yeah, it's getting like, his ass whooped. Just because you know Phil Jackson and you was a fucking player rep, now all of a sudden you deserve it. Nah. But apparently, in his mindset, he hasn't left that main that 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 that, that personal fucking mainframe where according like, to him he's tra- he's transcended so he's yeah. already a coach now but, so whatever according to him that's why he has a salt and pepper beard now <laughs> and he's got that that that, that little patch the that r line. kelly patch <laughs> i will tell you in the closet yeah he don't beat your ass in the closet he gonna beat your ass and leave you in the closet but he he doesn't get that you know all right fine 
business is business, personal is personal. It's separated. The NBA is not going to interfere in this because this is a personal issue. Granted, fine. But there's still now an overshadowing, and this is something that's going to fucking overcast over the organization, over his fucking professionalism, whatever, whatever case may be. I don't see him lasting too long with the Knicks, even if they do well. I, I don't. I don't know why he's a coach in the first. I don't place. either. I you really passed up Mark Jackson. Yeah, for, to this day, I for Mister Mister, sit on the bench. I'll come and hit a three pointer when you need me. I'll I'll win ring. I'll, I'll win the rings because I'm here. Like uh, I don't. Robert whatever. Robert Ory did more than you. Exactly. exactly. Let's remember that. Let's remember that. Um, but for this, and who knows? Maybe this. I don't know. Do they still do the TV show? Because I don't watch that shit. Do they? What want TV show? The Real Housewives of whatever the fuck NBA. Oh, you mean basketball wives? Basketball. Wives. I don't know. Yeah. I have no clue. Exactly. So is this like gonna be the season premiere? Nah, I doubt this will be on TV because yeah. it's going to court. Derek Fisher's pressing charges, so it won't be on TV. Okay, so on TV. he's 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 pull, he's pulling the the old man move. He's smart. He's smart because he knows Matt Barnes that's is about that life. That's the only thing he does. That's the old man move. You have to. Matt Barnes is about that life. What do you think about it? Would you like how how would you take somebody being around? I mean, you don't have kids, but if you did, no, have, I have kids, yeah, thank Jesus. Yeah, but if you had kids and somebody that was your man's in them, even if he wasn't your man's in them, that you knew. I mean, but regardless, you, like nigga, you was a coworker with, yeah, started trying to holler at that your girl three months after you started putting fucking separation papers in and divorce papers. I mean, well, even if, like, even, even you know, if I found out anybody close to me was talking, like, anybody I even knew no, yeah. was talking to my ex-girlfriend, I, I'd choke the shit out of them. Yeah. Whether, whether we together or not. The like, trail. <laughs> bruh, bruh, I, I will tell you right now, if I found out somebody was talking to my ex-girlfriend, I would, I would, you wouldn't see me the next day. Listen, if you I, guys I'd be downloading Rikers. the show, be on point. <laughs> yeah, I, yo, on some real shit, like, you know, she a grown woman, she can do what she want, but it better not be with nobody I know. It I makes, don't want nobody to have that one up on me. It makes no sense because it's not like it's gonna come. It's not gonna come to light. And this is something that I've heard that happens like often in in, in 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 the NBA. Like oh yeah, it, was it was Zach Randolph's wife or somebody or yeah. something like that? And James Harden stealing girlfriends. Yeah, and this 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 is something. This is a, a, a off, uh, like a, an occurrence that happens. Like if James Harden had no money, he wouldn't get no girls. Cause that beard is disgusting. You sure? <laughs> you can't even see his face, dog. <laughs> the only reason you know he's human because he has a mohawk, and he can, shoot. he can shoot. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm sure he travels on that back. So that's another story. I'm still trying to figure it out. But, but like, even Shaq, I've heard stories about Shaq plowing through players' wives. And Shaq, like, yeah. you gonna tell him no? The big Aristotle. I wouldn't. I mean, listen. I'm the perfect I'm stranger, quick to rearrange I'm not fighting that nigga. Speaking speaking of rapping, fucking uh, uh, basketball players. Um, Allen Iverson? No. <laughs> Eight money bags. Kobe. It's like what? Worst album ever. Uh, Booby. I rather Boobie. listen to the soundtrack of Bones than hear Kobe rap. Booby Gibson has pledged that he's retiring from basketball to. Pursue a rap career. Thanks, Token. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Another, another, another. Uh, all right. Now, I'm going to say this much. 
Me being an artist myself, I can't I can't knock anybody for 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 chasing a passion because I do it every day. Oh, by the but, way, just plug yourself right now before. We oh yeah, I'm the dopest painter you ever meet. Trust me. Your it's girl's true. favorite artist. Your girl's favorite artist. Your mother's favorite artist. Yeah. You, you can, Sister's you can, favorite artist. You can get them at where? Uh, you can you can come to my house and get me. Hi. Um, <laughs> but Instagram J O S I E S B O Y O one word. My Snapchat and all that stuff is up there, so you find it. But um, yeah, slide in my DMs. Go ahead. Early, yeah, early, but um, yeah, uh, I'm not, I'm not one to knock anybody's road when it comes to chasing passion. <laughs> I'm not gonna knock it, you know. But when it when it comes to all right, you have a guaranteed career, and don't get me wrong, I understand what he said with the injuries, not living up to my full potential, and him right. not wanting to sit and play at Allen Houston and collect checks for doing nothing. Okay, he didn't want to do that because he didn't have an Allen uh, Allen Houston contract. contract. <laughs> so Anybody else would have been fine if you with it. Five, yeah. if, if you have five years, a hundred million dollars, you think uh, I'll be? Nigga, you can sit me outside. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need to be on the bench. Tell me I can't come in the stadium. Put me by the scorer's table. Whatever, fuck nigga. It. I serve water. Whatever you need me to do. Hey, fuck please. it. He I'll and- be busting rhymes at the end of the bench. Just like, yo, I can out getting in the game. I'm still not the same, but I still battle a motherfucker in the frame. Bars. 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 <laughs> You know what I'm saying? All day. And it's it's like, don't like I said, I can't tell anybody who's right and who's wrong because I'm chasing something that doesn't seem normal to other people. Right. Um, but when you have a guaranteed job, which most Americans are chasing, mm. uh, not even Americans, just humans. Just humans. You have that. a guaranteed job, but it's not even about the money. It's something you worked for your whole life. You went to AAU camp. Right. You played in these these basketballs. You played in high school. You played in college. You wanted this your whole life, and now you just say, I don't want it anymore. Well, it's like a certain NBA player who retired early in his career because the, the dude, uh, who was the dude from Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee, and he just feels like, I'm done. Like I can respect that, I, you know. I, I understand that. Some, you know, there was a story I saw on um, PBS a few years ago. There was a lady who was a really successful lawyer, black woman. She was a really su- successful lawyer for years. Then she turned like fifty, and she felt like she was unfulfilled, right. and she didn't know what to do. She literally quit her job and bought an RV, took all the money she had, and started painting because that's what she always wanted to do. Right now. She followed a passion that she had forever only because she took a she took a practical job. She she took the easy way out. Booby Gibson didn't take the easy way out. He followed what he wanted. Now all of a sudden you want to be a rapper? No, but this is the other thing. Did Booby did, did Booby make enough money that he could sit there and just say Okay, I can live on the rest of my life he says and, he, and he, have a guarantee that I'm gonna make money as a rapper? He says he has investments. We, they've all had investments. I mean, yeah, but check you know, out check out that ESPN fucking thirty for thirty, bro. Yeah, but yeah, but fucking Andre Risen was investing in <laughs> chicken wing spots and shit. That was just that though. No, he's just, chicken um, wing spots, baby mamas, and, and baby like, oil companies. And, uh, exactly. Like, but I mean, like I said, I can't tell anybody you're wrong for chasing a dream. But when you have your dream in front, your dream job yeah, in front your of your initial you, dream that you that? worked for. If you feel if you feel unfulfilled, then leave. I cannot knock that. But you were just playing fine two years ago. It's like you know you what, good. you know what, Booby. If at the end of the day, this goes through and you're a success, yeah. And, I, <laughs> he wants to leave because in, LeBron left in the industry in which 
it's probably even tougher to get into than the fucking NBA. Ain't no million dollar contracts in rap. I'm More sorry. power to you. More, no. you know what? Prove us wrong. But Please as do. for now, I just have to tell you that your decision just warrants just a. It you had no time, Paul. You could have done both. You could have done both. He's 29. Rashi Wallace did it. Nobody even remembers Eddie Rapp. <laughs> why? Because he won a ring. Do we want to remember. Booby Gibson left because LeBron left. That's why. He's salty. Yeah. And now he wants a mixtape. <laughs> Thanks, guy. You are now one of the million, 10 million people that have SoundClouds <laughs> that shouldn't have SoundClouds. Dick. For you, Booby Gibson. So disrespectful. Michael Jordan, when he went to the Washington Wizards, Skip, he wasn't what he used to be, but he knew how to play. Stephen A. Smith needs to stab himself. So with the NBA starting in its preseason, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited on how it's starting off. I, I really am, because it's looking... It looks it looks more as a league that's that's hungrier. I, I that's the way I'm looking at it now. Uh, and I'm going to say because of who won the championship last year. It was uh, a different team, finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not it's not what the usual. It's a young team. There's 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 players and there's teams that are looking at each other and they're saying, if they could take it, what the fuck is. Holding us back from taking it, and I'm and, and I'm saying it like across the board. I mean, honestly, I mean, first of all, Golden State is fucking is a talented fucking team. Yeah, but they 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 had a secondary and everything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So they 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 yeah. they, they were um, complete. But we're looking at teams now that are really showing off. Like they're really looking as though like you know they want to be contenders. Let's say number one, your your Clippers. Uh, they. They had some new additions to their team that 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 many people believe will make them deeper contenders in their conference. Uh, DeAndre Jordan didn't leave; he stood, and I think although people gave him shit for it, right? But right, it's probably the better decision that he made. Uh, we have um, San Antonio who made some picks. Which actually is going to cater to their style. I'm kind of suspect with Aldridge there. I'm still. I'm still. Why? What suspect? What suspect about I that? Know, He's perfect I, for them. I, you you say that, but I'm still binded by. Uh, how does he? How does he feel in what package and what scheme that they're going to have? I like you said. Well, explain. What do you mean? He's gonna he's, he's gonna play exactly the same way he played in Portland, pick and roll basketball. Mm. Exactly what Tim Duncan does. He does. A little different. He can step out further than Tim Duncan. Mm. He runs faster than Tim Duncan. He's younger than Tim Duncan. They, they, he's perfect. He's a perfect fit now. The only problem I'm worried about is David West. David West doesn't fit on that team. All right. He doesn't fit on it. His year, his best years, not even just because his age, but it's like his, his limitation. Well, his best years was like in 07. No, he was in. No, he was in. Um. On the Hornets. On the Hornets, He's yeah. on the Hornets. That was his best year. Tim and Chris Paul. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge fits perfectly with San Antonio, yeah. man. I don't, I don't know. Because just... you, look, you look at it like this. Tim Duncan, his knees give out. You don't have another closer, another big man closer. Yeah. LaMarcus Aldridge can face up. He can back down. Comes off screens. He can run. Mm. Play defense. He can do anything. Right. His defense is 
It's cool. It's good. It's decent. It's decent. It's good enough. He can get better. He's still young, but I think he's perfect for San Antonio. Ah, I, I just remembered what we didn't put on the um, the rundown, which is the Cleveland Cavaliers issue with Thompson. I mean that man. That I don't care if they pick him up or not because I'm not a Cleveland fan. No, I understand that, but. Should they give him money? Why not? He did great, but then we already know what's going to happen when he gets that big but contract. But I, I always feel that he's holding them hostage right now by doing that. Like, he's just putting the gun to their head with it. And um, I, he's not going to – like like you had mentioned on, you know, off the mic before, he's like, mm-hmm. you are saying that he's not going to want to come off the bench anymore, especially with the money that's going to be out there for him. It's – it's I don't know. I, I, I feel that – once again, it's going to be one of those issues that it goes down the line if they give him or they don't give him money. And the one person that they're going to point the fucking finger at is LeBron. They're always going to fucking give him the shit for it. I think LeBron doesn't mind it, though. Le- LeBron LeBron is happy. And he said it himself. He's happy he doesn't have to carry the weight of Cleveland mm. right now because they, they are comfortable with each other. They have a year in. Um, the only person you got to get comfortable with still is Kevin Love. You got to find his place. I think LeBron is happy with uh, taking a seat back now, and he's happy that he has Mo Williams back. <laughs> no, speak, and speaking of LeBron, uh, there was an article that came up about LeBron, which spe- which he spoke about individuals who are wearing his sneakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it was, I think it was GQ, a yeah. GQ article, for, uh, a segment they do called Grails. It was a video. Mm. Yeah, um, it was it was funny. He 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 says he has people in the league that he's cool with that he gives shoes to, of course, just like MJ did. Um, just like well, Kobe never did it, so I'm not gonna say Kobe. Mm. Um, but yeah, just like MJ did. But LeBron says if you are a player that just you know wants to wear my shoes just to impress me, I'm gonna have to bust your ass. And <laughs> I respect that. I res- I respect that 100. percent He's like, hey, I'm playing LeBron and I'm gonna go buy these kicks. All right, more well, right, good. More power to you. Thanks for thanks for for lining my pockets with your right for your stupidity. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I feel that you know Cleveland has a team that that should be poised to take the East, but they're one of those teams that seems to implode on themselves. They will take the East because the East is so damn weak. Well, a team that so I thought that weak. would actually might not be so weak that might give them a run. Is on Boston. I mean, with the Boston idea. got four good players. That's it. You think so? Only four. They don't have a bench. They have four good players. They're not going to be. Chicago will still be a problem. Yes. That's um, the other one. Yeah. Chicago. But no, Boston won't make. They, they, they'll win games. And with Chicago, we once again have to uh, revisit <laughs> Mr. Derek Rose, who is out again with injury. Not shocked. <laughs> I don't expect him to ever come back. No, fully. No, no. It took too long. He shouldn't. You know what fucked him up? Domo when he when he when he took when he took was it the year before last? I think it was. He took that whole year off, yeah. and he didn't have to. Yeah, he didn't have to. He was well rested, and now you want to come back, and that's karma. It's karma. Well, the Chicago Tribune put up an interview in which a former. Chicago player mentioned uh, playing who remains nameless mentioned that Jimmy Butler, who they gave, I believe the contract was like four, it was like four years, ninety five million, something, something, something like that, around there, yeah, yeah. And 
he's been the guy in the locker room that is trying to get that leadership role. He wants to be the the the, the front uh, the front man for everything that goes on. And he mentioned it. He said that Derrick Rose, his work ethic is terrible. It's horrible. He doesn't agree with it. He says off the court, we cool. We yeah. you know, we could chill. We 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 good peoples. But on the court, I don't respect his work ethic. It's you. I mean, you you have to when you work when you take something seriously when you have a not just a, a when it's more than a job when it's when it's something you love so you take it super seriously if you work your whole life to get to something there's no reason that you should ever ever slack off and if you you at one point Derrick Rose had the highest one of the highest selling jerseys in the league yeah he was up there with Kobe and he was up there with Kobe and LeBron and um I think he was like top five at one point he's like top five or something like that but um now he's playing you know once he once he once he got that guaranteed adidas deal he 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 started slacking off it's like he got the Allen iverson deal you got you pretty much got a lifetime deal 13 years it's a shame no matter man, what happens that that money's yours the man is a fucking talent man he's, it, it's you don't know whether or not if he's he, Sometime in in his time, he's gonna really think that he's gonna start taking something serious like this career. Because regardless how much you can do and how gifted you are, once that shit is gone, bruh, it's gone. That's it. What what more can you do? And you didn't even put that much years as a legacy to to fucking ensure that you can bank money on 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 sponsorships and advertising. You didn't you didn't even you can't even call it out that 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 way, fam. So. I don't know. I, I, I like you said, Chicago seems to be like another team in the East that's going to probably be one that's going to be challenging out there. Because I still see some some. You like Atlanta though. I, I really like Atlanta. Yeah, I really like Atlanta. I liked them last year. Yeah. I, I thought they they were cool. Um, I, I've been watching them in the preseason, and their secondary looks good. Uh, I, I like Atlanta. I like Atlanta. I see I see them being a strong team. Um, Milwaukee. Milwaukee is still going to be a team that that's going to be a sleeper. Uh-huh. People need to pay attention to. Um, other than that, the East is. I'm not. I'm not really, really feeling the East. All the power is still in the West. No Knicks. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like I said, I'm not. You know. No Knicks. No. No. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm interested in seeing what Dallas does this year. Mm. Now that they got Darren Williams. Oh, how's um, Sacramento going to look with um, Sacramento? I'm interested with, with Rondo. Rondo and um, uh, of course my Clippers. I'm not worried about them. They just got to get Lance Stevenson on the same page as JJ Redick. Uh-huh. That's all they got to do. And uh, San Antonio is going to look good. Um, I do Houston, not. Houston, Houston is very interesting. Like I said two years ago, um, but I do not see. I don't see Golden State winning another title this year. I don't think so. I don't, I don't see that happening. It wasn't a fluke because they deserved it. They worked hard. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think this year there's going to be a lot of gameplay uh, coaching that's going to happen. Uh, a lot of these coaches are going to sit and look at a, a previous videos on how they, they, they went and attacked some this, players. This is, this is Steph Curry's uh, make or break year. Yeah. Because they want to see if he can do it again. If he do, can do what it he again. did it again. Which is funny because I love the video they have of him preseason when he shot the fucking mm-hmm. the three. And, and giving the high fives. Five before yeah. he went in. That's my guy, man. Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a Steph fan. I, I've liked dude. the kids since he came out of uh, I, I, since he came out of college. I like him. I like him. His, he's got the, probably one of the sweetest looking shots 
ever in the history. I, I've always liked the way he shoots. He the he's a testament to hard work because his knees were fucked for four years. Yeah, but so, um, I don't. I I think this is gonna be the year, and I want them to prove me wrong. I really do, but I really think that coaches are just gonna focus on shutting that team down. They're not gonna really care about anybody else because. They're gonna know how to do, but they're gonna look at at Golden State and and really beat them down and and figure out their weaknesses early. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I I'm they're gonna I, I they'll go deep in the playoffs. I I I will say that they're gonna go and have the Western Conference Finals possibly. Golden State. Yeah. No. You don't think so? No. No. No, because you still got it. Because, and I, I, why do I say no? Because Michael Conley is gonna be very, very, very healthy. Well, Memphis is, is gonna be Memphis ready. Memphis is gonna be once again like stacked again. Yeah, even yeah. though Vince Carter's missing dunks. Yeah. Uh, and everybody. Has that was hilarious to me. Though. It was still funny though. Everybody. Has um, a fluke. I, I I said Golden State wouldn't have won last year if if Michael Conley was healthy because Stephen Curry cannot play defense in front of Michael Conley. Yeah. Yeah, and so I I, I say well, I, it could be positioning wise, whatever. You know, no, Stephen Curry can't play on Michael Conley. No, Michael but I'm Conley saying is, like how they finish off positioning wise. I think they they might meet each other. They might not. Who knows? And uh, how, I'm I'm going to say this much, Mom, especially how what now how the new playoff bracket is going to be. Which I'm very I'm very excited to see how that plays out. Yeah. Um. I just you know. I, I I I just I don't know. I, I see Golden State winning a lot of games. I do not see them getting past the uh, the semi. Yeah, the conference semis. Yeah, man, that, that'll be interesting. So I'll, I'll make sure to make a note of it when uh, it comes back around <laughs> at the time. All right, guys, we're hitting you over halftime right now. Be sure to check us afterwards. We got. Take a look, hey. We got a uh, scoring in the red zone for Tony Josie's boy Gonzalez, Mr. Josie's boy. Jesus, please, come on, my whole name. They can find you on Facebook. Bro. I don't want anybody to find me on Facebook. <laughs> and um, want you guys to know that we're gonna have the MOB wrap up as well as NFL and NFL pick'em. As well as Sternbuckle Tabloid. We be on out. Rapper life fire easy. I'm on my bull. Brooklyn passport. Yeah, I'm on my bull. I gotta keep them haters off of me. Pay them no mind. Never mind what they talking to me. Don't talk to me. We do this shit accordingly. We say most importantly. Yeah, you can ball like me, but you don't get the girl like me. We ride around with them women. Pitching me and action on my bullshit. If you catch a cameo, send me the pitch. Just booked a trip to Miami. I'm on my bull. Soon as I hit the strip, I'm on my bull. I'm sipping any pure white. I'm on my bull. Had the pregame for tonight. I'm on my bull. Just got back to New York. I'm on my bull. At the Brooklyn Tap House. I'm on my bull. Night of the cookers closed down. I'm on my bull. Some polos burning on the tricks. I'm on my bull. Gotta keep them haters off of me. Pay them no mind. Never mind what they talking me. Don't talk to me.
to me. We do this shit accordingly. We say most importantly, yeah, you can ball like we, but you won't get the girl like we. We run around with those women. Tell them LA girls we coming. We gon' hit the town, we gon' fool around, so don't be catching no feelings. Just pitching me in action on my bullshit. If you catch a cameo, send me the pin. Send that shit for real though. Uh, easy, easy. Let me go. Be letters. 2014. Yeah, 2014. This week's score on the red zone is brought to you by Rapper Life at Rapper Life on Instagram. R A P P A L I F E. If you got them hot tracks that fire, you spitting the balls and you're doing that trap, hit up at Rapper Life on Instagram as well as rapperlife.com. R A P P A L-I-F-E dot com. Rapper Life. Bring them balls. No. So this week we're doing uh, Scoring in the Red Zone with Josie's Boy. Plug yourself once again, Josie's. Yeah, that's me. Um, Josie's Boy. Your girl's favorite artist. Hey. That's my hashtag. Um, That's the, the title of the show, too. Insta- Instagram. J-O-S-I-E-S-B-O-Y. All one word. My Snapchat and stuff is all that is up there. Um, all that and them some. All that and them some. So slide in my DMs and uh, yeah, we'll have some fun. He and is accepting brush shots, buttocks, and some midriff. Any any midriff? No guys. No guys. No guys. I got some shows coming up and stuff too. So like, hit me up. Check, yeah, check please me out. do. The, I'm the, dope. the boy got some shit. The boy is gifted, guys I really and boys. Do, man. I mean, I mean, really, but I, you know, honestly, I, I, I don't, I don't back a dead horse. I, I only back winners, man. It's my brother, and I love him to death. Fact, professional wise, the boy good. That boy bad. It's lit. Ready to play? I'm ready. All right. This score in the red zone is Kanye or athlete. You have to decide. Uh, you have to make a guess if the quote that is told. Is it a Kanye quote or an athlete's quote? Uh, quote. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. Let's go. Let's go. My greatest pain in life Kanye. is that I will never be, be able to see myself perform. <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> you didn't even have to finish. <laughs> By the way, I just wanted to give you guys a high sign. <clears throat> he is a Kanye fan, like ridiculously. So we've had many a night where we've had debates about this, but. He's made me see the light on many occasions. Since 2003, son. All right. I'm early. Ready? Let's go. If if you have the opportunity to play this game in life, you need to appreciate every moment. A lot of people don't appreciate the moment until it's passed. That got to be basketball.
That is a Kanye quote. When did he say that? Wow. That when did he a, say that? It was in, uh, I believe it was, whatever. They had it at, uh, I had the article. It was in a magazine article. But yeah, it was a Kanye quote. If it was GQ, I don't read GQ. Uh, so. Sorry. Yeah, no, nah, it's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your fault. Ready? Okay. I don't want to shoot my mouth in my foot, but those are the games we can win. That's obvious basketball. Yeah. That was uh, Sherman Douglas. I have no clue who the hell that is. <laughs> I was never really good at anything except for the ability to learn. That's Kanye. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that, that was all about his mom. Fade into oblivion, I guess. That's Fade a quote? Fade into Bolivian, I guess. That's a quote? Fade into Bolivian, I guess. That sounds like just a statement. Um, fade into Bolivian? I guess. That got to be a basketball player. It sounds too stupid. Yeah. That was actually Mike Tyson. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it, it had to be the sports dude because that sounds way too stupid. People always say that you can't please everybody. I think that's a cop out. Why not attempt it? Because think of all the people you could please if you try. That's kind of Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Sometimes they write what I say, not what I mean. I don't know this one. Um, so I'm going to say basketball player. Uh, sports, whatever. Yeah. That was Kobe? Pedro Goredo. Oh, I don't even know who that is. He's a but... baseball player. That's Be- Ped- Pedro Se. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Cause Pedro he doesn't, Se. He doesn't speak English. That's why. So No race jokes. That, that, that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I make a lot of jokes. I'm not prejudiced. Don't uh, worry about no, it. I'll make fun of everybody. The, the views and opinions that are voiced on. <laughs> I stand alone. I make fun of everybody. I love Fidel Castro. I respect Fidel Castro. You know why? A lot of people have wanted to kill Fidel Castro for the past 60 years, but the motherfucker's still here. That sounds so outrageous that anybody could have said that shit. Um, I, I'm not even going to lie. I don't remember Kanye saying that at all, uh, but I'm going to say he said it. That was done by White Sox manager Ozzie Ging. <laughs> I have no idea who these people are. I'm not even going to lie to you. I don't know. I've never even heard that quote before, but you got it. You got it. <laughs> All right. I know I got Angel. I know I got angels watching me from the other side. That sounds like a song. That is a song. That's a Kanye song. Yeah, it's a Kanye song. Yeah. You know, I, I tell you one thing. You know, you you know somebody at Kanye. You know, yeah, that's a song. That's a song. Uh, therapy, uh, therapy can be a good thing. It could be therapeutic. That gotta be a fucking sports thing. <laughs> the dumber it the the dumber it sounds, it's all about sports. The dumber it sounds. <laughs> if you sound like an idiot, it's it's coming from sports. Well, who said that? That was Alex Rodriguez, actually. Why am I not surprised? He played in Texas. (laughs) He's a Yankee. 
Oh, they, they, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that to offend any of you Yankee fans. Uh, I did. I don't give a fuck like that. But um, yeah, you you did well. You did very well when you know your kind. I know, yeah, I I can I can tell you any interview I've ever watched. I can mainly mostly same word for word. But <laughs> yeah. that was you. You did pretty good. Zone. I score in the red zone. Score in the red zone. Once again, score in the red zone was brought to you by at Rapper Life. R A P P A L I F E at Rapper Life. As well as Josie's Boy. Yay! On Instagram. Slide on my DM. All day. Every if you day. don't put the second S, you'll find a white boy. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you put the second S. Your girl's favorite artist, it's which is going to be the, is, which is going to be the title of this episode. I'm going to push up because I want Josie's boy to be in for one more segment. So I'm going to push up the Turnbuckle tabloid. In case you don't know, uh, Josie's boy, as myself, we are wrestling fans. So this is 1985. Oh please, it's just that's that's how we bonded. One day we're going to sit there and, and just give you guys a whole chronological symmetry of how we got so connected one day but one one of the one of the tales comes with wrestling um in turbo tabloid let me just do my own drop for it since i haven't made a drop yet so i'm just gonna do one two three turnbuckle tabloid nice Okay, I think that was an arm bar. <laughs> I think either that or somebody took a dump. I don't know. Uh, I'm not gonna go. I, I, I'm I'm not gonna go too in depth with wrestling, especially on the show because um, RageWorks.net, RageWorks.net, they pretty much have a multitude of shows that cover wrestling. But since I am a wrestling fanatic and I am known as a specialist for RageWorks.net, I do want to just drop certain, you know knowledge or subject matter or opinions that I have for the topic so I will do it in these segments Turnbuckle Tabloid is one that I used to do in a previous outlet and I just wanted to bring it here to you guys it's not more about uh, dirt sheets it's more about opinions on dirt sheets which I'm not a real fan of I read them. I'm not gonna shit you. I shit you not. I'm not. I'm not gonna deny it. I do read them, but a lot of guys like Dave Meltzer and you know Bill Apter and you know a lot of the guys from Wrestling Inc. or whatever. I mean, I'm I'm just gonna name drop because I say fuck them. They're not gonna promote me anyway. Uh, I I I read it and I just take it in in jest because at the end of the day. You promote it. You say you you think what you're saying is is gonna be true fact, but I actually think you're really fucking up the business by doing that. You 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 guys are losing the essence of what wrestling is supposed to be. I prefer the kayfabe. I like to think that I'm more of an insider. If I didn't have a hundred and ten one thousand fucking websites who think that they know shit. But in any case, I still would like to have open conversations about certain things because it gives me filler for the show. 
any case, so Josie's boy. What's up? There was uh, there were rumors early on for NXT WWE NXT where uh, TNA's James Storm was mm-hmm. at tapings, and he went on Twitter mm-hmm. and he said that wasn't me. I wasn't there. Even uh, though he had that big WWE thing. Yeah, he was his... drinking Budweiser. He might as well have had a sign on his fucking yeah. head or something. Yeah. While drinking uh, WWE Steve Wise or whatever. And for this week's tapings, which is going to be shown in the next week or so. Like, yeah, like another week. Yeah. yeah. He showed up. Randomly. Like yeah. nobody knew. <gasps> Shocker. Big shock. Yeah. It's like. Are you serious? What? Yeah. It was crazy. Nobody knew. But with that being said, mm-hmm. is it a good thing that James Storm was there? Do you like him there? Does he fit with NXT? I always liked him. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's a little too too edgy for NXT. Yeah, I feel like he'll do better um, on the main roster just because of how raw he is, like right. his attitude. Right. Um, but they give NXT. He gives NXT that little kick that they need. Right. Because he's extremely talented. Um. You can do a lot with him. So it's like you got NXT. Everybody's looked at, whether heel or face, everybody's looked at as sort of like a superhero. Yeah. When you, when you, when you look at NXT, it's like, oh, my God, everybody's like so great. And it's like you got the, the Finn Balor's and the Tyler Breeze's and you got Bailey, And it's like everybody's just so good mm-hmm. that you got this guy who's just ready to come and fuck people up. Yeah. And I like that. And I had a, guy, a couple of guys that we were talking about in the Rageworks uh uh, group page and the, the web, uh, the 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 Facebook page they were talking about. Well, they need to bump him up to the main roster, and it's like, first of all, that's not gonna happen. Someone with Joe should have been there. Yeah, already, but the so reason why is because they need they, they need love them. the talent, but they want to humble the TNA fucking stars. To well, be yeah, honest. they're trying to give him some. They're trying to make him go through the ring of fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, let's let's humble yeah. them before then. And at the end of the day, if you give them. That contract that they have is like, listen, you've wrestled for NXT, but you could still do your, your, you know, any open fucking indie yeah, shit that you can do. Stuff, yeah. They're cool with that. They, yeah. they, they could do. And plus, a lot of them are a little bit older. The work that they're doing is to put others over. I believe. Um, That's why Rhino came. Yeah. yeah. He's going to, I think he's going to have the same kind of contract that, that, that um, Rhino has, which is the, the trainer slash uh, over guy, mm-hmm. which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's a fit. I I don't see a problem with he. They said that he hasn't full signed a full contract yet, but who knows? Uh, yeah, he didn't. Yeah, who knows? He he'll probably be on for a few appearances, and then they they just want to test him out first. Which goes to tell about what's TNA situation. I really feel bad for them, man. I really do, man. I why they've been they've been running wrong for so long. I know, but. I just feel I feel so bad for them because they've had the talent there mm-hmm. and creatively it just seems to go into the rough. And I, I always said that TNA goes and they dive into WWE's trash receptacle, mm-hmm. the recycle bin, and they fucking pull out their old stories. But Blame it, Hulk Hogan for that. Yeah. And yeah. it looks like they're they're they like pirates and you know, Plundering their, their their roster because they got Samoa Joe, 
Uh, Rhino went that way. J- uh, James Storm, although he's not signed, he's there. And we, it, looks like, it looks like they're going to get more. Me personally, I think they're trying to go for a full-fledged Bullet Club move. I'm looking for two guys. I'm only looking for two guys to sign with NXT, WWE, whatever. Is AJ Styles one of them? No. Who Who are you looking for? I'm looking out of the TNA roster because AJ's not with the EC3? The I'm no, not even him. Mm. I'm not even him. I'm looking that they, they go out and get um, uh, Bobby Root. And Austin Aries. And Austin Aries. I knew you were going to say him. Yeah. I'm, yeah I like listen, Bobby Root. I love listen, Bobby Root. CM Punk is not coming back. He's he's dead. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah, and he's done. I'm probably going to do a next episode where I'll have my rant about CM Punk. I'm not going to I'm not going to do it for now, but Austin Aries is a good, softer and lighter CM Punk, but like he him. could he, he, fill that that void. That void of a uh, 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 pipe bomb type of fucking guy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I I like to see I I like to see that happen. I would like to see AJ Styles run through WWE for a little bit. Uh, I would love for him and even though I know it's not going to happen with the with them, but uh, if the Young Bucks came, I would love to see a bullet a small Bullet Club reunion mm-hmm. in uh, NXT. I think that'd be pretty cool because Vincent Mann is already biting off a Bullet Club with the the Battle Club shirts. Um, oh yeah, please. Yeah. So you might as well. I gotta get one. Yeah, I know. I want one too. Yeah, I gotta get one. I really do. Um, I would I would love to see AJ Styles get one one run with a real uh, yeah. a legitimate yeah. company. Um, I mean, and you know, you know, TNA. Did you see the storyline they had with uh, Matt Hardy? Yeah, with yeah. the EC3 conjunction. Yeah, yeah, they just find ways to keep fucking themselves up, and <sighs> they just want to keep fucking themselves up because we both know that the Hardy Boys are coming uh, yeah. to WWE next oh, year. They're yeah. coming back. They're coming and, back, and that's if there's any. Team or individuals that I say skip the whole bullshit, put them on the main roster, is put the Jeff and the Matt together. You can't put them the, in NXT just for the dully factor. They're they're bumping that tag team because they already have you know the the new day, which you, maybe you're not a fan of. I'm not a fan of the racism. They are funny, no. but I just have a problem with Vincent Man's racism. No, I get you. Like, it's Did the you bamboozle? Let me ask you a question. Did you hear the the the, the comment? Um, Triple H made about Apollo Crews. No, somebody asked him. So, do you think Apollo Crews will be the 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 next African American um, WWE champion? And he, like a businessman, laughs it off and uh, re- reverts it. He says, "Oh, so we're just gonna act like The Rock and Booker T don't count now." What? Let me say, exactly. Let me say this one thing. We both know The Rock does not identify with being African-American. That's one. He's not. He's Samoan. And two, Booker T was never WWE champion. No. He was world heavyweight champion. champion. And people could say what they want about <gasps> that being on Raw or being on SmackDown or whatever. That belt was not. It's that's not what, a WWE belt. It's not. It's, it's NWA not. belt. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's, it's a Ric Flair belt. Give a pure black man the belt and see. You feel me? You feel me? Like you never put uh, Booker T in that 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 run. No, the the Rock doesn't count. Mark Henry could have been in that run. He took, I could have seen had, that. He had the world heavy. Bobby world Lashley. Bobby Lashley. Champion. He had the EC the fucking um, um Ezekiel Jackson. They had those guys that had that that position. Fucking 
they use Ron, uh, um, our truth, Ron Killings. They use him, but it's like he was he was jiving. NWA champion. Yeah. Like, come on, man, how you gonna have them be champions somewhere else, and then you just diminish their 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 their, their uh, talent whenever they come to WWE? That's Shit, not cool, man. fuck our boy Shelton Benjamin. Jesus Shelton Benjamin could have been a champion twice yeah. over, twice over. He had a, an amazing match with Shawn Michaels that could have gave him that come fucking on, man. stature. But they, yeah, but you know how it is, man. Like, but the brother always got the man's foot on his neck. <laughs> But you know, it, it's 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 one of those things that you could only hope for the future because you know, the signs of the, the times are changing. Whatever, it'll probably only happen when Vince is fucking dead. Man, listen, Lucha Underground is winning right now. Yeah, that is the shit. If you guys don't know about that shit, Lucha <laughs> Underground, they winning right now. Look it up, B. Everybody Mysterio's going. Find it find it on Instagram. <laughs> find and it YouTube, on YouTube. YouTube, internet, whatever. F- look for it. Uh, find it on Snapchat, whatever. But Lucha Underground is that move. It's, it's, it's the wave. The, right it's right that now. wave. It's, it's lit. lit. It's lit. It's super lit. It's, it's super lit. lit. Speaking speaking of the internet, real off subject, have you ever listened to the internet? Like the group? No. Oh, I love them. They're from they 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 used to be with um our future with Tyler Creator. No. It's Sid the Kid and it's a bunch of them. They're amazing. I love them. I'll, I'll play some stuff for you later. Thank you. But we'll they're dope. We'll put it somewhere else. They're dope, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I got to check that out. I might want to listen to that shit. You like them. Is it, is it very, um, it's real moody. It's real sexy. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> no it's, 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 it's like really emo R&B storytelling. Okay. Yeah, it's dope. Just the way I like it. It's dope. Yeah, it's real dope. Think Frank Ocean but on meds and a little more mellow. Oh, okay. And with a different voice, a different voice. Oh, okay. But it's dope. It's real dope. Yeah, I love my I Frank love Ocean. I always like them. Always. Once again, I got to thank my boy, my brother, my light skin, Josie's boy. Please yeah. plug away. J O S I E S B O Y O one word. Your girlfriend's favorite artist. Uh slide in my DMs. I got some shows. I got some 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 real good uh announcements coming soon. Um uh yeah, let's let's have a good time, man. I'm I I have something coming up on October 24th. It is called it's with a a group called Protect Arts in Brooklyn. We're doing a charity event to to raise some money so we can we can uh do some murals in Brownsville. Uh for people that don't know I'm from Brownsville, Saratoga and St. Marks, and we want to do murals uh inside these neighborhoods instead of finding people from outside of the neighborhood so let's uh hit me up on my instagram i'm just doing my part and we're gonna we're gonna go from there yeah you know um look out for look out look out for uh, call me when it's over Simple. what is that don't worry about it <laughs> it's coming it's is that coming. is it is it like the tour that i want to do no uh, bang gonna, one last time. It's good that that's gonna be dope though. That would be dope. But uh, call me when it's over. It's gonna be good. Don't worry about it. Uh, all right, bang one last time. I just want to just shout that out. I'm like, I want to put that together. It's about um, uh, individuals who used to be couples years ago, and this tour is to reunite them so they could just have uh one night, one last night of banging. So if you were exes 20 years ago, you could get one last shot and then keep it moving. So that's the uh, bang one last time tour. Uh, look, <laughs> look out for that. Look out for that. It's lit. <laughs> that tour is lit. Thanks again, brother. Listen, you're you're not gonna be a stranger because you're always in the background and you are always gonna be my NBA specialist. Uh, it's because I'm black. Yeah, yeah, that too. That works. That, too. <laughs> that, that works. Yeah, that works. <laughs>
And uh, yeah, especially we'll be seeing you in the next couple of weeks. You're gonna be back on, yeah. especially when the opening season of the NBA. You're gonna have a lot to talk about as I'll well. Ar- as I'll be around before Christmas Day. Plug? No, oh, way before that, please. The NBA yeah. starts in like what two, three weeks? Two and a half weeks. Yeah, so two and a half weeks. And as always, we're gonna plug, 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 plug. All right. That's right. Thanks again. Yeah. week i didn't get to it last week due to the extent of an amazing interview with good hank flanders from house of glory i want to touch upon a segment in which i wanted to introduce and kind of bring back which i used to use and do when i was writing for rageworks which is turnbuckle tabloid it pretty much is just a not much of a rumor mill, but just interesting stuff in which I know guys on the internet or people who talk wrestling read and, and hear about and just give a general idea of opinion of what I think and what it is. So with Turnbuckle Tabloid, I'm, I'll add elements of different subject matters. Like, for instance, when I, when I would write for Rageworks, I did a, I did a subject matter called Face and heel of the week which i gave my opinions on who was the face which is the baby face the good guy of the week from any promotion as well as the heel which is the bad guy for you guys who don't you know not top, top of wrestling a lot of people are. and also i'll bring in some other subject matter such as possible ideas other matches that could happen or just just random stuff not not not, not they too crazy because you know our other programs on ragework.net really go heavy on wrestling but like i always said since i i was you know one of the specialists in wrestling i figured i'll i have to add it for uh trss so i figured you know why why not start it now so for this week first thing i want to touch on is there was initial on twitter with everyone's favorite i guess what people would say an abandoner if you would call that at all someone who left his fans in the wind i don't think so but um who i'm talking about is cm punk seems as though cm punk was on twitter and he was showing his love for the chicago cubs which you know he's a a native chicagoan and he was showing his love for you know the, the series that they were having and you know in such you know the great run that they had and he expressed his love and of course he had some of fellow well wishers and then of course the trolls come out and one troll in particular made a mention in which he stated well i hope you don't abandon the chicago cubs when they lose just like you abandoned wwe and which if any of you guys follow cm punk on twitter you know he's not one to shy away from ridiculousness which is like the my favorite terminology here on the show, but it's true. It's ridiculous. 
and he mentioned, he said, you know, it takes guys like you to pretty much fuck up a situation, uh, quote unquote. Uh, he pretty basically saying this, and I'm having a good time. I'm enjoying my life. I'm doing what I'm doing now, what I want to do. And it still takes, you know, douchebags who don't get it. Guys, let me explain something to you. I am, or I was and I am a, a, a CM Punk guy. I was, a, I, was, I was a fan and I still am. I'm a fan of him. I'm, you know, I, I wish he was still in the WWE. Hell, I just wish he was wrestling. But the fact is, the man did what he wanted to do and he left. Whatever terms he left on, he left and that's what he wanted. You know, and you guys are the same guys who are who are giving punk shit about him leaving. But yet you're applauding and cheering Brock Lesnar for what he does. You know, if you guys didn't watch the podcast or listen to the podcast, the Stone Cold podcast on the WWE Network. Brock clearly stated, listen, I don't have a passion for the business. That's not me. I'm a business guy. I'm into making business, you know, and and when he walked away, he walked away the same way on his own terms, I guess, because, you know, there wasn't much accessibility to the Internet and, you know, trolling or how the dirt sheets would probably, you know, twist and turn situations within business wise to make it seem as though that these performers are, or the wrestlers, excuse me, these wrestlers are bad guys for walking away. But at the end of the day, these men have put up their bodies for a long time. You know, Brock Lesnar, he may have not have been a professional wrestler for a long time, but he was an athlete for a long time. And he made a decision that you know, he it was time to go. It was time to go. The same thing with Punk. I mean, of course, you know, I was upset that you know he left, I, and it was because I enjoyed him as a performer, as a wrestler, and I can say performer too because on the mic he brings entertainment. So when he decided to go, yeah, you know, I I looked at all the seven or eight shirts that I have for CM Punk and didn't want to wear them for a while. I was burned. I was scorned. I feel like a woman who was left in the wind waiting for him to return to me. But you know what? At the end of the day, the man decided, listen, I don't want to do this anymore. Maybe I'll come back. Maybe I don't. But it's people like you trolls in the Internet who really would turn a person off from wanting to do anything. At the end of the day, regardless of what you think, it's a business. These guys are putting their bodies on the line to entertain you. And when business doesn't go accordingly and they don't feel as though that they are deserving of it, they want to go. And that's what happens. Another aspect in which that uh, it's happening in the wrestling world is, which is a cool thing, which is the WWE seems to have a joint venture with um evolve if you guys don't know evolve is a independent wrestling organization it's pretty pretty low-key right now uh the owner was formerly uh involved in ring of honor as well and now he's started off a new venture Uh, evolve has been around for maybe a little bit over a year maybe almost like two two years or such and they have been producing some I mean, some some talent, man. I mean, there's guys who pass through those gates like Ricochet. Um, I mean, countless guys through the the Eastern Seaboard who 
who have made you know some some type of uh showcase at evolve and now it seems as though that WWE is using them as somewhat of a starting ground uh, for for up and coming wrestlers now everybody believes that NXT is you know their minor league which it isn't it, it really isn't if if you want to consider it something consider it as you know if you're a baseball terminology that's if if if, it, if you would say it's minor league let's say it's triple a ball which means like next next the next uh the next level is the show but i really don't think of it that way i'm actually believing that NXT is becoming if they do the ratings that you know raw is the a show see uh smackdown supposed to be the b show and NXT is the c show i'm putting them equally they i i i really see that they are more equal to being their uh their own separate entities but yet still are able to perform like if you would put NXT at 2 hours tomorrow i think they would be a higher caliber show and i believe it because even dusty Rhodes had mentioned it he said if i had the roster that I have now with these guys, and you gave me a time slot to go up against Raw, I would shut them down. I surely would. And he and he's possibly right. You know, these guys these guys could put on a spot. And the same could be said for Evolve. Evolve is is coming up, and you know they're they they have a lot of talent that passes through there. The same could be said for uh, House of Glory. Same could be said for you know these are these are show these are uh, promotions that are on the East Coast. You have. Uh, 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 tier one as well, who, who, who's recruiting a lot of guys from the indies, like, uh, uh, like Leo, um, Leo Rush and stuff like that. You guys have to, you have to, you have to understand that there's a world outside of WWE. And I'm believing that now is the time which WWE is trying to capitalize it. There was even rumors in which that WWE want, they wanted to set up something with New Japan in which they could, begin to broadcast their shows on the WWE network. Of course, New Japan was not uh equitable about this. They really weren't sure the you know, they 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 released a statement which pretty much was was based on although they don't consider us a competition, if you feel that you enjoy the talents of the wrestlers at New Japan, you should buy out their contracts and take them and get them. But I think for what it is right now, it's all baby steps. Everything is going, you know, little by little. So who knows? Good luck to the guys that evolve. I mean, like I said, up and down the Eastern seaboard, these guys on the East coast, these guys pretty much are performing. They also spread out uh, nationally from time to time. So keep an eye out, check them out as well as all indie promotions. Cause like I always say, guys, there is a world outside of WWE. There are other promotions and speaking of other promotions, we have to talk about, we have to talk about TNA as well. TNA, well, you guys say TNA, well, who watches that anymore? But you know what? To be honest, I am a wrestling guy, so I enjoy watching wrestling. That's what I do. You know, even like my old terminology says. Even when it's bad, it's still good. It's like pizza. I, I, I can I can enjoy wrestling even when it's bad because at the end of the day, I still want to see good wrestling 
a storytelling and possibly find hidden gems and hidden talents. And with that, TNA is said to be uh, on the ropes because their wrestlers look to be want, look to be wanting to jump ship and want to go somewhere else, you know, possibly looking for WWE contracts and such. I got to be honest. They TNA is I don't really think it's a bad promotion. I just think their business is not up to snuff. I mean, they, I, I think back in the days when it, the way it was early on, when it was more of that underground, you had to you know find it on certain networks and you had to find it. You know, when guys were sitting there passing DVDs off to each other and they were giving away, you know, dollar pay-per-views and, and, you know, they, they, they pretty much would come to your house and freaking wrestle in your living room. That's when I think that that's when they were more hungry for entertaining the audience and bringing a show to the audience. I remember when I would watch TNA and I would sit there and go, yo, why are these guys not getting looked at by, you know, by WWE? You know, these guys are awesome. And, and, you know, I, I guess after the Jarrett's lost the company, it seemed as though it, it went to another direction and it just didn't really seem to appease the crowd or anybody else the way it should. I think the moment that they lost the six sided ring the first time, it just, uh, turned a lot of people off because they really like the the the, the non-traditional wrestling aspect but in in the long run tna to me is a sal salvageable uh promotion they could be saved with the proper the proper uh, individuals who would want to come and invest it and and find ways to market it and bring back true essence wrestling can it be done? I don't know. A lot of people are talking about, well, maybe WWE should. It's not always about that. You know, I, you know, they tried to do a tie in with Jeff Jarrett's Global Force Wrestling, which is about to, you know, emerge and, and start making waves soon, which is awesome. They, they, they have tie ins with New Japan. I don't know. It, it, it just seems as though that, you know, if the doors are going to close for TNA, I think if it does become a thing where WWE wants to start picking up the, you know, what, what's left. And it's not scraps because they have talent there. I mean, Austin Aries, who was who was there, who's, whose contract is 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 um, might be cut off with TNA. So they say he's one guy that if you you're, you're savoring a CM Punk esque guy, he's one that could you know go to go to NXT and be a great fit. Even in in the main roster, he'll be a great fit. He's an antagonist. Um, bring back the Hardys. Three Ds already at WWE. You can have fun with that. And you have um, you, you you have you have a multitude of talent that's there that can work out, you know. And it's just we 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 have to see for the next couple of years. Well, listen, we had a bet at um at my take radio. We had a bet like when when TNA was going to shut their doors, and my date long passed. But it doesn't seem like it, it there's any help coming around the corner. So hopefully. Hopefully we can see some type of management come down and, and probably save the place. And lastly, what I would like to talk about is I'm going to have a preview for you guys uh, most likely next week or probably the following week because I'm going to pick it up next week for WWE 2K16. All right, let me just make it clear. 
past couple of years, it's been hot and cold for me when it came to the WWE. And reason for that when it comes to the games is because, you know, they, they sell you with so much hype. I mean, really. WWE 2K14, which was on the, was the pretty much the last one for the older consoles, the 360 and the PS3s, was most likely the last bastion of a savior for the previous wrestling games. And I'm always, and I, and I, and I, and I'm totally honest when I did my reviews, I did it as an individual with fresh eyes who was optimistic and thinking that Santa Claus was real. And the two fairy was going to bring me money. If my, my two fell out, I was that guy and I would give the ratings, but I would also do follow-up ratings after I've played it for a while, because I would realize that, there were aspects of the games that I were missing because after a while I noticed that the, you know, control schemes were a little off, uh, glitches were occurring in which they, you know, and they shouldn't be, you know, there was certain, uh, there were certain uh, matches or, or, or elements that were missing. So I, I would do a review, a follow-up on it. The same could be said for when the next gen console brought in WWE 2K15. And mind you, THQ still had most of the game done. It was about they were saying about pretty much eighty to ninety percent of the game was done. And when two and um two uh, K took it over, you know there there wasn't much to do. What what they what what they were talking about they were going to do was hold the game over for this year, but there was such a demand from the audience that they wanted it. It was already done, and two and THQ wanted to just get the buyout done and get it done with. They pushed the game out anyway to lackluster reviews. Once again, I reviewed it. I thought it was great. I loved the way it looked. When I played it for a couple of months, I said, holy crap, I was duped. I'm a shithead. Hey, what can I do? What can I tell you? What they promised me, it didn't happen. For 2K16, I got to tell you, I've been online. I've been I've been listening to to you know certain uh, uh, web uh, YouTube stations and podcasts who are doing early previews of 2K16. And they, they got me wrapped up again. Honestly, they got me wrapped up again. They got me wrapped up. It's like a new chick that you know is about to come on your block and you saw her picture from your homeboy. And like, yo, she bad. Sometimes you see the picture, you're like, yo, so she got a fatty kid. And she come down the block and her shit flatter than two pancakes at IHOP, son. But I'm hoping that WWE 2K16 is not going to be my flat ass pancakes on a nice warm day. I'm hoping that this is going to be the game in which we always feel we deserve. It's the game that us in the video game industry deserve. So I'm hoping that Bobby, maybe by next week, I don't, I, I really don't want to tell you by next week, I'll do it for Turnbuckle Tabloid because. I'm going to be doing it with fresh eyes again, so I'm, I'm going to promise you that I'll do it for the following week because it'll be an easier thing. Believe me, I'm going to be glued in. I'm going to honestly put all my other games that I'm playing, my, my Maddens, my uh, NBA 2K16s, uh, my Uncharted. I, I, I'm even playing, still playing um, Roy McElroy's, uh PGA Golf. Like I'm still playing that. I'm just going to put those to the side and just get on this one and fully focus on it. All right, so you guys, stay tuned for that one.
Please bear with me because I am now trying to use public domain music just so I could uh, clear up any issues that are going on with the music that's being aired on the show. And I'm sorry, but a lot of this shit is god awful. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to stomach it myself and trying to be happy about it and peppy. But honestly, I'm just like, oh, God, kill me now. So... That music is leading up to what is a review of NFL and a week six. I mean, oh, hold on a second. My phone's ringing. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Yo, hello? Hello? Oh, wait, wait. This didn't work. Right, they'll call me back. Anyway, so it seems as though that, uh, what? 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 Hold on. Sorry. She, what? All right, call me back. All right, bye. Yeah, sorry. That's I don't know. I don't know how the hell Letty knows that I'm on the radio. I don't know what the hell. Anyway, um, week six apparently was the week of ridiculousness. Uh, pretty much, we've gone through the transitions of um, one week in which it was the week of. The kickers getting their asses handed to them. And the other week we had the what the fuck week, which is individuals who didn't seem to be coaching properly and was losing games late. And then we had the the, they fucking won weeks in which, you know, teams that were weren't supposed to win. They were coming back and end up winning games in the second half or late in the game with walk off touchdowns. It was ridiculous. So. It's things off and on, but this week, this week was the week of the what the fuck? Like, oh my lord! I mean, this was across the board for everything. This was like, uh, even college. Listen, I'm a Michigan Wolverine fan, and this fucking week, I, I don't to, to this day. If you guys haven't seen the Michigan Michigan State game from last week, I'm in the same boat with you because I haven't seen it either. And I'm glad I haven't. I I'm just at a loss. I I get it. For that aspect, when it came to that game, the kicker isn't you know, aware of full NFL rules. Apparently, he's an Aussie from Australia, so he you know the rugby rules and shit like that, whatever. But Jesus Christ, somebody has to prep this guy before he gets on the field. Some shit, or even if you know that he's in that situation, that something could happen. I, you know, I don't know. Maybe put somebody else in the spot. Something, but in any case. Uh, the same thing he said about uh, what happened in this past week with uh, the New England and Colts and the Indianapolis Colts game. Oh, my Lord. Hold, hold on. I want to try to find a, a scene for which it went through my mind. As soon as I saw like the play go out, I, I could imagine that this was happening in the uh, in the huddle or, or just on, during the TV timeout. Let me, let me just look for it. Hold on. My name is Bobby Boucher, and I am inquiring as to whether you have the need for an experienced water boy on your upcoming season. Yeah, this was probably who they needed nice before everything snooped. happened. Thank you. I, 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 Bobby it, Boucher. It was my daddy. 
Hold that thought. Yeah. Shh, 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 shh. Come on. Come here. Come here. Come on. Come on, everybody. All right, this is it. Okay. This is the play. This is the play. This is the play. Okay. The quarterback. Two receivers lined up to the left. Can you imagine the right. what they were drawing? There's a flanker up, lined up to the left behind the quarterback. Oh, yeah. He gives the ball. No, he doesn't. He doesn't get the ball. The receiver goes all the way over there to the left. Once the quarterback has the ball, he fakes to the left. No, he fakes to the right. He doesn't fake. He thinks about fake. He pretends to fake. I don't know where I am. Oh, this room is getting smaller. I could only imagine that this this is how much pressure the New England Patriots put the Colts under. They don't even have plays like that drawn up in fucking Madden. You can't even do no shit like that. Not even the glitch that they had for the first week the game rolled out had a fucking play like that. That was insane. Like, I couldn't even imagine that someone actually looked at each other in the coach's huddle and said, yo, that, that might work. That, I really think that might work. Uh, I, I, I'm, we all have, you know, you know what they could, they could have done. They could have gotten the kid from, um, little giants and just told him to draw up the annexation of Puerto Rico play. And that will probably fucking work, whatever. Because, well, oh shit, hold on. My phone is ringing again. Hold on. Let me see. Yo, what up? What the fuck did you do? What are you talking about, Letty? What up, man? What's good? What's good? You know what the fuck I'm talking about, okay? No, I don't. You always start off shit like that. What's good? What happened? Nigga, please. All you fucking do, okay, is just sit around and scratch your fucking balls. That's not true. I actually scratch my ass as well. What are you talking about? Where the fuck is the Keith? He's gone, man. That's it. Your boo-boo is gone. No more of the beard. He left. Listen, I know you, motherfucker, okay? I know you because back in the days, you always did shit to fuck up things with other people, okay? That isn't true. Come on. That's bullshit. Come on. That's f- I never did that. Oh, remember the time when I went to hook you up with my homegirl, okay? And you pulled your dick out, hmm? I didn't pull my dick out. I pulled out my left nut and I wanted to show her the missing oh. hair patch. Oh, how about when that Chinese girl was in your crib and you asked her to see if her pussy would go up and down or side to side? You hmm? know, she never did show me that, but thank goodness for Asian porn. I was able to learn that real easily. What? It wasn't Sunkiss. It was Hawaiian Punch. And the bitch said I gave her crabs. That's a lie. Whatever, nigga. You better bring back the Keith. Or bring some cute nigga on the show. Or me and you gonna scrap, okay? Listen, I'm bringing people on the show from time to time. I'm doing interviews. Listen to the last episodes. What's wrong with you? And who the fuck was that koala nigga that was on the show last time? <laughs> he wasn't a koala. It's Panda Beast. He's a panda. Was he cute, okay? He's all right. He's chubby. Not my taste. Well, you tell that nigga. Mm-hmm. I said. He got a cave that he can hibernate in And some honey that he can lick, okay Why the hell you always gotta paint a picture That I don't wanna fucking see Whatever nigga, just bring some other dick on the show Uh, Alright No one wants to hear your ass clatter about and cry about Lamar Odom all fucking day, okay I'm not crying about it, the guy's a fuck uh, Whatever, Letty, whatever, alright, fine Bring a bottle of fucking Amsterdam Fine, Letty Alright, yeah, you're gonna get hit, alright Whatever, later, bitch Get drunk later, one yourself Jesus Christ. She always finds a fucking way to call when I'm on the show. I'm the dumbass I let her through anyway. So, in any case, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so last yeah, last week was one of those weeks in which that we had a lot of these teams just seem to be out of sort and out of whack. Um I I once again I had some games in which that I thought that maybe I, I could be bouncing back from in my picks. But um uh, apparently not. That that Cardinals and Steelers game was uh, I I got to say was was fairly it was really good, man. I I I'm I know that the Steelers are still struggling with getting the whole quarterback situation done, especially they're waiting for Roethlisberger and then Vic goes down. Uh, but still, they have offensive weapons there. That it, also, it almost makes it look like anybody from a backyard football team out in Corona, Queens, or in uh, Lindsay Park in Brooklyn could throw for the, for, for, for the Steelers and actually get them wins. They're making it look as though that that can happen. Uh, but they're one of those teams that are just buying time until Roethlisberger comes back. The same could be said about the Cowboys, who I said was going to have trouble with uh, 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 the league, and lucky for them that they had time off to do that. Uh, and they're 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 looking like they're itching closer because they said that Bryant might be returning soon. Uh, Romo's uh, his 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 treatment is going uh, better than they thought it would be. His rehabilitation is going sound, so they're they're making strides to get them back early, which is necessary because that NFC East is looking ridiculous. You know, just when you think a team is gonna run away with it when they should have fucking Giants, they shoot themselves in the foot. Which I can't blame anybody but the Giants for what happened. On Monday night, once again, I said when the national spotlight is on the Giants, they fold like fucking origami. They always do. They might as well turn turn themselves into a swan or a little duck and be placed on somebody's end table on a night national game because that's what happens to them. Uh, they there was there was no miracle plays. There was way too many turnovers when they should have been. Uh, of course, they were, you know, argumentatively speaking, officiating could have been tighter, but that doesn't matter because, I, listen, they weren't the ones throwing the interceptions. They weren't the ones fumbling the ball. And once again, Eli is throwing to a bunch of receivers who cannot hold the ball for shit. They, you can be throwing them $10 million contracts guaranteed and they'll fucking drop the ball. I mean, that's just what it is, honestly. All right. Then on the other hand, you have where defenses is actually making and breaking teams such as the Denver Broncos. Close game, nonetheless. But, you know, once again, Denver's defense holds up strong. I, I'm I, I, I can I, I don't know what more to say to that. This is just like the opposite of what you would actually think for this team. You would think that, you know, you got good old Payton in the back and he's sure money. But. I think the Mayton brothers, uh, excuse me, the Manning brothers have uh, some fucking reverse, like some voodoo on them. Like somebody went and got Joe Boo from Major League Bay, the Major League movie franchise, and put a hex on the on the Manning brothers or some shit. Who knows? It's just I don't know. I, I it just seems to me that 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 they they probably need to go to their own football camps and work work out each other. Who the hell knows? Um, another game on the board that that was. You went, what the fuck just happened there? Was the Carolina Panthers and Seahawks game, which Seahawks, it got so bad that you had 
their own players arguing with each other about who the fuck was supposed to be covering who. And 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 rightfully so, especially at the end of the game, you you know, tight end gets open, Olsen gets open and scores, and, and these guys are like, who the fuck was supposed to cover him? I don't know. They, I'm too busy on Twitter. Like, uh, who? Looks like there's a lot of holes and a lot of, of of reconnecting that needs to be done on that side. But nonetheless, we have to say that, that for for week six, I mean. We we're still even even commentators, uh, you know, Fox uh, Fox uh, uh, Fox newscasters uh, the, for the NFL. They 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 too were at a loss of words. They 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 had themselves in such a pickle that I, I believe Terry Bradshaw actually grew hair back from from all the ridiculousness that's that's going on. It's it's become like the reverse, uh, uh is it, like the bizarro world in in. in Fucking the NFL, like in for 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 Superman, it's just ridiculous. But let's move forward and get ready for what is going to be Week Seven's Pickums. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, for the Thursday night, we have the Seattle Seahawks going up against the 49ers. I, I, I just want to cry when I see this game. I really do. Unfortunately, I do because there's so much that could be said about this game, but they actually leave me speechless. Let me just say that this game could be one that goes right in the toilet. I mean, honestly, it could be one of those games. Uh, but if I have to pick them, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. They, I'm, they have to find a way to make something work. And I think this might be the game in which they find that thing that gels them together. Then we have for Sunday, we have the Yahoo game of the week. This game can be seen on Yahoo. Thank you, Yahoo, for providing NFL content because I can't find it any fucking where else on my phone or anything. We have for the 930, so wake your ass up, people. For the 930, we have the Buffalo Bills going against the Jaguars. You know, I, I really I I was gonna scratch my pick out because I really want to see the Jaguars make a showing. This is like their home away from home when they play in London. And they have like a strong fan base so out there, so maybe that this could work for them. Maybe, just maybe. But I don't know, I think this is going to be the week in which uh, Buffalo, since they've been nursing their injuries and, and getting everybody back to form, I think this is going to be the week in which the Buffalo Bills get a win out there in London. Then we have the 1 o'clock, which is the Buccaneers and Redskins. I'm going to go out on a win here. Like I said, I, I've been saying this this whole season. I don't think the Redskins is a bad team. I really don't. Uh, even with you know the the brouhaha that they have going on over there, they still got players that sh- that should be you know running at full force. You know, uh, Alfred, uh, Alfred Morris should be you know out there do you know trying along. Uh, you, you, got, you got guys, and hopefully, you know they got um, their quarterback positions uh, settled. 
and which you know that they're, they're gonna go for the long haul. Hopefully, he's 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 ready for it. And I, I see the Redskins taking this one over the Buccaneers. Jameis Winston, you got a lot of growing up still to do in the position. We have the Falcons and the Titans. Last year's Falcon game, uh, I I I would I wouldn't have thought that they were gonna be the first team to to get you know to get the the loss off their back. I still would have thought that they would have been undefeated this week, but um, I, I, to be honest, I would have thought that that uh, the Broncos would have gotten the L, but the Falcons got it, which is not going to be a bad thing because this week they play the Titans, and this could be their bounce-back game, and, and they could beat them up this week. So I got the Falcons here. I got the Saints and Colts. After the showing I, I saw on Sunday night, I hope they bring out new trick plays. Hell, I hope they do the annexation of Puerto Rico. That would actually be great. Fumbaruski, Fumbaruski. But unfortunately, I don't think that's going to happen, and I'm going to go with the Saints. Got another one o'clock with the Vikings at the Lions. Teddy Bridgewater seems to be getting a little bit more comfortable in his spot. I I I'm, I I quietly will want to root for the Vikes possibly to get some kind of wild card spot, uh, and I really think that they could. The Lions, unfortunately, whatever it may be, it's just not working. So I'm going to go with the Vikes. Steelers at Chiefs. If the Chiefs were playing like they should be playing, this would be an easy game for them to to go through. They should be able to because you know. They could pick up. They could pick apart as the Steelers D, which is still shaky at best. But like I said, the Steelers have a nice, nice arsenal of weapons and offense. So I'm taking the Steelers on this one. Browns and Rams. Uh we all know about the Johnny Manziel incident. This is just gonna push them down lower and lower down the death chart. Death chart. Death chart. There you go, Louis Coyote. That's for you death chart so i'm going to say you know i <laughs> the rams should be playing better they have a uh, girly back there they, i mean they should they should be a, a, a viable team to be out there especially for the west the, the nfc west but i think this week the browns are going to be able to, to to show that they can still be contenders and i'm taking the browns this week and texans and dolphins I, I don't know what happened to the Texans. I mean, I I know that the quarterback position has been like, you know, like a, a starting rotation for a major league baseball team. It's just, I mean, hell, if they're having open tryouts next week, you guys could go to um, Texas and, and anybody could, you know, just throw the ball. As long as you could throw 20 yards, they're, they're going to take you. So good luck. But <laughs> with that being said, they're going against the Dolphins. Dolphins is another team I don't really think is that bad. They just had a, a coaching change, which sparked them. But I don't think that this is going to be their week to show that they can be something. And they're going to have to start doing it soon. But this is not going to be their week. I'm picking the Texans. And we got the rivalry of all rivalries. We have the Jets versus the Patriots. We have the number one defense in the NFL who's only... Allowed 15 points per game going against the high flying rootin' tootin' Patriots. I'm taking the Patriots on this one. 
We have the 4-5 with the Raiders at the Chargers. I I so want the Raiders to be a good team. I'm looking forward to them to do that. But you know it's crazy. You look at the Chargers and you look at you know what what they can do offensively. You know they they they're like they 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 have something there, man. And I have the Raiders here on paper. Sorry, cars. Uh, sorry, my man Woodson, but I, I got to change. I'm going charges on this one. We got the Cowboys at the Giants. You know the Giants are so hot and cold this year, and I'm and you know I'm going to be biased, and and I might as well just say I'm gonna, I'm going to pick the fucking Giants straight through the year because I want them to win. But when you get the shit that they're having nowadays, it's just. I don't. They, I. They might as well take another little Giants reference. They might as well just take stick them, get the little, the little tar, the, the little, the little wide receiver that they had hand, put it in their hands and and glue it to their chest because that's probably an easier way to catch the ball because they can't do it with their hands, what the way they're supposed to. Triangle guys like a diamond, let the ball fall into your hands. But nonetheless. I still would say that my Giants will win and take it at at home versus the Cowboys. For the 8.30, we have the Eagles and the Panthers. The Eagles looked as though that they were good, but they were just playing a Giants defense, especially in the second half, that was easy to pick on. So I don't think that Carolina is going to be able to be that easy to uh, allow such scoring to happen. So... Cam, so far so good. You've been proving the naysayers wrong, man. You got MVP numbers getting up there, and I think you're going to be doing it again this week, so I'm going with the Panthers. And finally, for the Monday night, we have the Battle of the Birds. We have the Baltimore Ravens going up against the Arizona Cardinals. I like Arizona. I really do. Uh, I I think they're a team that's going to be contenders for the NFC Championship. I think that uh, Carson Palmer, when everything's clicking, he could hit a dime at the 50-yard line easily from the back of that end zone. I really do. Uh, and he's slinging it with the best of them. And uh, this will be none. Of, this will be no no different tonight. Joe Flacco would. You know he he they're they're trying. Baltimore is really trying. They're in that division once again. That is still it's still going to be an open type field. But for this Monday night, I'm going with the Arizona Cardinals. And ladies and gentlemen, that was your pick'em. So, what if I told you that the line of work that you do will probably be a line of work that will end your life? Many of us have jobs in different areas in which that can occur. 
police officers, firemen, you know, construction workers at you know, any moment. Uh, you're, you're earning a living for your family and at any given moment, boom, you're gone. Uh, well, what if I told you an activity that you enjoy doing could end up being an activity that ends your life? You know, a recreational activity could be poker, playing video games, playing football. Yeah, playing football. It's unfortunate, but it's true. Past couple of months, we've been seeing a lot of news reports dealing with this same exact instance in which we're seeing young men because that's what the majority have been. They've been young men. No, no older than 18, 19 years of age who are dying while playing a sport. I mean, you got kids who are having severe concussions and uh, lower extremity, uh, internal bleeding type situations. And this is for playing football. It's, It's a game. You know, we, we, we know what it is and, in in the, the higher levels of of the, the of the game, when you're in the NFL, you know you see the the speed and the the, the contact, and the brutality that occurs. And it just it's just it's it's crazy. And then nowadays, it's become more and more rapid that these deaths are occurring. Now, I'm not you know going to go out on a limb. I'm not going to say oh you have about. 10 to 15 children dying a week from the NFL, from football, from playing in high school. No, no, it's not that, but it's happening. And we don't know why. I mean, we, we can say that it's you know the contact. We can say it's the exercise. We can say it's the workout regimen. We could, you know, we could, we can assume anything. We could, we could put judgment on anything or what it can be, but we, we're not sure. Is it the equipment? Is is there not enough safety equipment on there, for, or padding, or or security like you know like in NASCAR for collisions in cars? They have roll bars. Is there any type of roll bar instance that they have for and the troubles that you have when you're doing a show in your house? You can have anyone just ring the bell and your dog just bark at any random moment. But in any case, yeah, we don't we don't know what's what's happening and what and how. This is occurring. We 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 really need to do something. You know, I have I have one of my little nephews, he's eight years old. He's now playing, you know, Pop Warner football, and he's loving the hell out of it. The kid is out there. You know, he, he's he's playing the offensive line. He's driving his head into the defender's chest, and he's pushing them back. And he's really, you know, he's he's become part of the game and we don't know from here on out if he's going to continue to enjoy to play the game if he's going to want to pursue it as you know in, in, in a year a yearly you know activity for himself but for the most part it's one of those things that if it does occur what happens like how how are our kids going to be protected and that's that and that's the big thing that's that that's what i worry about in the long run because for me i'm a parent myself and I worry about 
what my child is going to be doing as an activity. My daughter, she came, you know, she's kind of, she came up to me the other day and she says, Daddy, I want to get on a trapeze. Sure, I'll find a circus as soon as I can. And, you know, once Ringling Brothers comes into town, I'm I can get you hooked up with that. But in all honesty, she's she's really into you know the 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 gymnastics aspect, the tumbling. You know, she likes that. And I too was like that as a kid. I was into the the the, the world of 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 gymnastics. I did it competitively, and it, and it's grueling. You know, there are injuries and there's stuff that can actually hurt you and if you're not doing stuff right you can severely be injured and, and possibly you know fatally be hurt and, and die but um we need to do something for the protection of our kids now i mean when you're older and you're you know that's the choice that you make to become an NFL player, if you are if you are giving that you know that opportunity, the 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 lucky lottery hits you in the head to say that you are going to be a professional football player. But for now, I don't know what we can do at this moment to protect our kids. NFL has their own rules, but we can do something for our kids right now to not give them too much area for them to be hurt severely and possibly fatally. Once again, I want to thank you guys for being a part of the regular season sportscast. That's hashtag TRSS. And things could happen on the show. Fucking let the call at any time and want to annoy the fuck out of me. Or my fucking alarm will go off telling me that somebody's at the door bringing me packages and my dog can bark like a dick and knowing that he shouldn't be. He's bitterly trained for that, but he's a fucking dog. What can I tell you? But once again, that's what I love to do when I'm doing this show. It's because I want to give it the real element. You know, I can sit there and I could tell my editor, Rich, listen, do me a favor. Can you take out the part where the dog barked? Cause I really think that that's distracting. No, fuck that. You know what? That's what the show's about. You know, I, I want if I could fart on the air, I would and I would share with you guys, but I haven't been able to build up the gas for it yet. But nonetheless, I want to thank you guys for being a part of the show. Uh, I recently checked iTunes out. The popularity of the show is growing. I, I really, really appreciate that. You guys have been awesome. Once again, you guys could download this show, which you already have or streamed it at RageWorkers.net, as well as all other episodes of the regular season sportscast and other shows on the website. You guys check out, check out all the other shows that are there. They're fun. They're entertaining. And if you got nothing better to do than to scratch your balls, like I do, like Letty said, fuck it, download an episode or something. We also have a shop in which you guys could purchase graphic tees, hoodies and such. Check it out at ragework.net as well. You just click on the link of shop. You guys could check out what they have. They're really cool shit, man. Hopefully, I can get my shit up there soon. You're rich. Holla at me, boy. I'm going to get my shirts up there soon. Uh, big shout out to my light-skinned brother, team captain of the light-skinned regime. My man, Josie's boy, brother. We doing it, son. CMB, we all we got, son. We all we got. Take a shout out to that man on Instagram, at Josie's boy. Man got some shit, man. The work up there is crazy. I got I got a portrait hanging up on my wall, and I got more coming. Uh, the man the, the man could get busy in the art world, man. He's a painter, not one that paints your fucking walls in your apartment or in your house. He's a true official 
painter. He creates. It's beautiful stuff, man. Check him out at Josie's Boy. I want to give also a big shout out to our boys at Rapper Life. Once again, you guys will be able to uh, check out their stuff at Rapper Life. R a p p a l i f e dot com. Rapper Life dot com, as well as on their Facebook Rapper Life, as well as their Instagram at Rapper Life. Once again, I want to thank you guys for listening to this episode. It's been amazing. My dog AJ wants to thank you too because at least it, uh, at least he was heard in this episode. So now you guys know I have a dog. And until next time, play on, players.